Chapter Fifty of the Queen's Necklace by Alexandre Dumas, translated by Henry L. Williams. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Agrisomnia. The Queen was expecting the return of Madame de Misery. The doctor entered with his accustomed familiarity. Madame, he said, the patient in whom your Majesty and the King are interested is as well as any one can be who has a fever. Is it a slight wound? asked the queen slight or not he is in a fever poor fellow a bad fever terrible you frighten me dear doctor you who are generally so cheering besides you look about you as though you had a secret to tell so i have about the fever yes to tell me yes speak then for i am curious i wait for you to question me madame well how does the fever go on no ask me why i have taken him away from the guards gallery where the king left him to my own room well i ask indeed it is strange then madame I did so because it is not an ordinary fever. The queen looked surprised. What do you mean? Monsieur de Charny is delirious already, and in his delirium he says a number of things rather delicate for the gentlemen of the guard to hear. Doctor! Oh, madame, you should not question me if you do not wish to hear my answers well then dear doctor is he an atheist does he blaspheme oh no he is on the contrary a devotee the queen assumed a look of sang-froid monsieur de charny she said interests me he is the nephew of monsieur de souffren and has besides rendered me personal services i wish to be a friend to him Tell me, therefore, the exact truth. But I cannot tell you, madame. If your majesty wishes to know, the only way is to hear him yourself. But if he says such strange things... Things which your majesty ought to hear. But, said the queen, I cannot move a step here without some charitable spy watching me. I will answer for your security. Come through my private way, and I will lock the door after us. I trust to you, then, dear doctor. And she followed him, burning with curiosity. When they reached the second door, the doctor put his ear to the keyhole. Is your patient in there, doctor? No, madame, or you would have heard him at the end of the corridor. Even here you can hear his voice he groans no he speaks loud and distinct but i cannot go in to him i do not mean you to do so i only wish you to listen in the adjoining room where you will hear without being seen they went on and the doctor entered the sick room alone charny still dressed in his uniform was making fruitless efforts to rise and was repeating to himself his interview with the german lady in the coach 
german he cried german queen of france do you hear madame it is frightful continued charny to love an angel a woman to love her madly to be willing to give your life for her and when you come near her to find her only a queen of velvet and of gold of metal and of silk and no heart Uh oh cried the doctor again i love a married woman charny went on and with that wild love which makes me forget everything else well i will say to her there remains for us still some happy days on this earth come my beloved and we will live the life of the blessed if we love each other afterwards there will be death better than a life like this let us love at least not badly reasoned for a man in a fever said the doctor but her children cried charny suddenly with fury she will not leave her children oh we will carry them away also surely i can carry her she is so light and her children too then he gave a terrible cry but they are the children of the king the doctor left his patient and approached the queen you are right doctor said she this young man would incur a terrible danger if he were overheard listen again said the doctor oh no more but just then charny said in a gentler voice marie i feel that you love me but i will say nothing about it marie i felt the touch of your foot in the coach your hand touched mine but i will never tell i will keep this secret with my life my blood may all flow away marie but my secret shall not escape with it my enemy steeped his sword in my blood but if he has guessed my secret yours is safe fear nothing marie i do not even ask you if you love me you blushed that is enough oh thought the doctor this sounds less like delirium than like memory i've heard enough cried the queen rising and trembling violently and she tried to go the doctor stopped her madame said he what do you wish nothing doctor nothing but if the king asked to see my patient oh that would be dreadful what shall i say doctor i cannot think this dreadful spectacle has confused me i think you have caught his fever said the doctor feeling her pulse she drew away her hand and escaped End of chapter 50. Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia.